Are you metabolically healthy? Do you know that studies show that only one out of eight adults are optimally healthy metabolically in the U.S.? Hello, my name is April Van Lee. I am your host of Inside Out Health, Fitness, and Nutrition. This podcast is for the woman that is tired of fitness being sold as a means to completeness. In my community, I will lead you in health spiritually in Jesus Christ, emotionally, and bring in good stewardship with fitness and nutrition. I am an ISSA certified elite trainer with specializations in nutrition, exercise therapy, group exercise, personal training, and bodybuilding. I've lived a life bound by toxic cycles and by eating disorders. And because of my relationship with Jesus Christ, I have learned how to break free of what held me captive and unhealthy. Now, I want to move forward helping you learn how to break free of what holds you captive and unhealthy. In my 40s, I'm now living a thriving, joyful, fit, and healthy life. Come join me in my community. Allow me to hold your hand, teaching you and holding you accountable in these areas of your life to bring about full circle health from the inside out. Let's get started on today's episode. I'm so excited, guys. We're going to talk about metabolic health, okay, Um, and what causes unhealthy metabolic um, issues in our lives and just the three little things that can totally change the trajectory of your health. Do you know that studies show that one out of eight adults are optimally healthy in the U.S. metabolically, meaning that one person out of these eight is the one that is not at risk for very serious health issues. This comes from not being metabolically healthy. How does that happen? The measurements for what is used to deem the level of metabolic health are as follows. I'm going to give you some things that are known to be huge in tearing up your metabolic health. Your blood sugar. If your blood sugar is not where it needs to be and normally in a healthy range and level. Your waist circumference. As Americans... The way we eat so much fast food and processed food, guys, foods that are not natural foods, that right there plays huge into our waist circumference. Our blood pressure, our stress levels, the foods we eat, our blood pressure, cholesterol and triglycerides, all five of these are affected by three little things that you can do to completely turn this around. Your diet your exercise, and your sleep. Now, on diet and exercise, you might like, oh, I hate that. I'm just going to eat what I want to eat. I'll die and go to heaven and have a new body. Or um, I only live once, so I'm going to have what I want. Um, exercise, <laughs> I hate exercise. Okay, guys, what you might really hate is that what you don't realize what you're saying right now, you are going to reap the consequences of. Whether you take care of your body or you don't, you will reap the consequences in those ways. Um, I will always be very sensitive, like I say in all of my podcasts, to say that there is never a 100% surefire way. If you are suffering right now, I do not want this to sound like an attack, that you have done something horribly wrong. Sometimes we do things horribly wrong that cause our illnesses. But there are times that life just happens because we live in a fallen and broken world. 
So I am sensitive to that and I'm not making attacks. Now sleep, that is something that is very, very hard for some people, but also in the age we're living in, we cause a lot of sleep problems ourselves. So I'm going to give a very brief description of each one of these three, diet, exercise, and sleep, and then just talk about them. I'm going to try not to go on the rabbit trails I always do, but I kind of doubt that'll happen. If you've been following me for the last 21 episodes, you know I'm a rabbit trailer. I get a thought and I run with it. But I guess it keeps you on your toes. <laughs> so, with only three factors needed to be metabolically healthy, why are we as a nation crumbling health-wise? I believe the biggest hindrance is that sometimes people do not understand what it takes to have a well-balanced fitness and nutrition life and regimen. It's not as hard as we make it, but just like I could not go be a doctor or a lawyer or I might not could be um, a CPA or... Heavens knows I could not be a painter. I can't paint a wall, guys. I literally cannot paint a wall. It is so bad, and I know that you have to be thinking, that is the most idiotic statement you've ever heard. You never want me to paint a wall. All I do is make a mess. Funny story, side note, here's my rabbit trail. I said I wouldn't do. So I bought my first house back in my early to mid-20s, I guess, and my mom came to help me paint and clean my cute little house, and... When I was painting, she says, just go find something else to do. It was that bad, okay? So, um, just like I can't paint a wall, I need a painter. And I desperately need those right now as we speak. But, just like that, you may need someone to help you with fitness and nutrition because you are excellent at what you do. So, maybe you've not studied this and you may need help with that. But a lot of times, people do not understand what it takes to have a balanced fitness and nutrition life. And that is not shame because we all cannot study everything. The misconception behind the FDA-regulated and approved foods absolutely astounds me. Guys, the stuff we eat is not even food half the time. It's chemicals. And it's tearing our health to pieces. It's tearing our metabolisms to pieces. And we as a nation are a very obese nation. People do not understand just how strong they are and how strong they can become. People do not challenge their bodies, even if they think they're lifting weights. And it's good even if you're lifting small. Let me say that is good. But a lot of times when you are doing that, you do not realize how much more you can do and how much stronger you can become to change the trajectory of your life as you age and to help make yourself more disease proof. So people do not know how much they can do. They're not challenging and growing to defy age is a factor that leads to disease. I believe technology has hindered our sleep. How often do we mindlessly sit and scroll when we could be moving our bodies and working out? Then we say, oh, I didn't have time to work out. I didn't have time to meal prep. Please look at the screen time on your phone. Now, I know a lot of us work off our phones. I know a lot of us minister off our phones. Um, when I'm doing things with you guys, I'm using my phone to work and to be with you guys and to make things and to podcast and to make meal plans and to make macros for you to make um, macros is what I should have said over meal plans. Please forgive me for that. Um, I don't want to mislead you there. But to give you your macros to make your workout plans is what I meant to say. So yes, sometimes screen time is hot, but look where that screen time is. Are you scrolling on TikTok or just constantly on Facebook or Instagram or whatever the social media, whatever it is, or just surfing the internet? Um, for kids, 
are you constantly just snapping and wasting away when you could be making something for your life? So we mindlessly scroll, not moving our bodies. Also, for sleep, we mindlessly scroll at night, laying in the bed or watching TV, laying in the bed, and we can't fall asleep because our brains are so stimulated. So right there, the processed foods and chemicals, the lack of exercise, and the lack of sleep are the three things that affect the blood sugar, waist circumference, blood pressure, cholesterol, and triglycerides that um, negatively affect our metabolic health. That was a mouthful. Sorry, I had to really breathe on that one. <laughs> now, I will say, above all this, the greatest factor is not living out the potential that we have been designed to live out by our Creator. Do you know that anxiety and gratitude cannot both operate in our brains at the same time? Not even remotely possible. This is a scientific proven fact. Our world is so consumed with anxiety. And you might say, but I'm anxious. I can't help it. Guys, I get it. I have been severely anxious. I've gone through little small bouts of depression. I get it. And we say, but I can't overcome it. Anxiety, depression, and chemical imbalances are real. I'm not negating that. And there are, there are times that we need help medically to regulate our hormones. I'm not negating or knocking that. But do you realize that often we could do that with a deep relationship with Jesus? And I am living proof of that. Guys, I have been the train wreck of all train wrecks. The emotional wreck that no one could stand to be around. And I bring Jesus in the mix and I deepen my relationship with him. And guys, I'm not perfect. I don't always hit the mark. I still mess up. But guys, when I see myself going down that deep, deep tunnel, I'm able to pull on my source and get in tight with my Jesus because I stay there. And so when those times come, I have an anchor. And does it mean that it just vanishes? I have to be intentional. But guys, it makes it better. There is relief for anxiety and depression. And the chemical imbalances, yes, those are hormonal and chemical in our bodies. So in no way am I just saying just pull yourself up by the bootstraps. But there are things we can do. Um, we do have to exercise this just like we would our body. So exercises, so to speak, that build this relationship. And I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about relationship with the God of the universe that put on skin and came to earth as our Savior. The exercises we do, guys, it could be pouring in praise music. It could be pouring in a podcast that teaches you how or encourages you or pushes you out of your comfort zone. It could be spending time in prayer with him. For me, um, those best times are lost on a mountain trail out in the woods or journaling in my journal. Those are my best ways to pray and connect, but it's different for everyone. Singing worship songs to him is another way for me to pray. Um, sitting under good sound teaching that doesn't just tickle my feathers and make me feel all ooey gooey, but that challenges me, guys. These are ways to exercise that faith factor. 
that will change everything for us. Because when we're emotionally and spiritually and mentally healthy, it's an overflow into our physical. And then, therefore, some of the stress things that raise up some of these bad numbers that we've talked about or cause us to binge eat or cause us not to exercise because of our emotions then that is going to help regulate that. So getting our spiritual self in check first is the first and foremost. So um, I think I just said that Jesus Christ, the God of the universe, put on skin and came to earth as our Savior. He is not just a good prophet, guys. Okay? I might offend some of you here, but I'm going to just say it like it is. He's not a good, just a good prophet. He's not just our big brother, so to speak, as some people might say. He is is God that put on flesh while still being God, lived in a fully human body, and had to deal with all the human things, yet remained without sin to pay for our debts that we could not pay and we never will be able to. But without a relationship, a deep abiding relationship with him, we won't have the source for our anxiety to heal and to grow to grow more into a calmness and a place of gratitude and a place of abiding. That is one great health issue. Then we come to the physical. If we refuse to fuel our bodies in a way that is serving our health, then we are choosing the hard on the side of becoming ill. If we choose the easy right here and now of not challenging our bodies, by working them hard, picking up heavy things, taking care of our cardiovascular system and our muscular system so that they remain strong, we choose the hard of deteriorating bodies, disintegrating muscles, and disintegrating bones. And then that also causes disease. There's nothing there to fight disease. You keep hearing about macros and you wonder why. You believe that tracking calories is the way. Calories in versus calories out is right, right? You just burn more than you consume. But maybe you've been accustomed to things like Weight Watchers and Keto and Octavia. Counting calories focuses on any form of food consumption, okay? Like maybe if you hit enough points or if you don't eat the carbs or, you know, all the things that the different, all the different diet fads have had over the years. And some of these can still be good, guys. But if you don't know how to balance them in the three categories of the macronutrients you need, then you're not going to be optimally healthy. It's just what it is. So why is tracking macros the better solution to health than simply counting calories? Now, guys, macros are the three components inside of the calories. Okay, so you have your calories, your total number of calories. Inside those calories, you have the amount of protein you need, the amount of carbohydrates you need, and the amount of fats you need. And each of those categories are the micronutrients that we need to fuel our bodies, like the vitamins and minerals and whatnot that would be in our foods. So if we're not getting protein, carbs, and fats, we're also most likely not getting all the micronutrients we need. So maybe you're starting to see... If you were just counting calories, okay, let me go back to my days when I was super, 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 super thin for a little while, and I was super, 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 super unhealthy for a little while, and I just thought it was grand and glorious because I had always been pretty heavy and overweight, so I get down to this tiny little size, and I was skinny, guys. I've been skinny for one time in my life, and I'm super 
healthy and fit now. I would not classify myself skinny by any means, but I am very, very healthy and fit. Um, but I was skinny, had no muscle, nothing, was not strong, nothing. Okay, guys. Um, I would not classify myself as healthy at this time, but what I would do is I would basically starve all week eating like lettuce and tuna and oh, what else did I eat? Lettuce and tuna. I think I ate Cheerios and oranges during the week. And on the weekend, I would binge on half gallons of fat-free ice cream. Like binge, guys. Every single day of the weekend. Now tell me how healthy that is. Okay, I still stayed within my calorie range, but what was I consuming? Where were my nutrients? What was I doing and how sick was that? Like my mind, guys, was so not healthy. I was not in a healthy place and therefore my body was not healthy, but I was staying within my calorie range. So do you see where counting calories was so bad for me? You might count calories, but are you... One thing I really notice with people around me is the lack of protein. There are lots and lots of very healthy carbs for some people, like crazy healthy foods, which is fabulous, but they're not getting protein. And if they're not getting protein, they cannot even retain, much less build muscle. Cannot retain, much less build. Okay, so maybe they're working out and they're thinking, I'm working out, but I can't lose the weight or I'm working out and I'm not growing muscle. I'm working out and I don't see any change. Well, that's because there's a lack of protein. Okay, there's lots and lots of carbs, maybe even good carbs, and we need those. But you have to have a balance, guys. Okay, so you do need, if you want to grow muscle, you have to have protein. You have to have enough protein so that you can incorporate a solid strength training program. If you don't have a strength training program, you're not going to build muscle. If you don't have protein, you're not going to build muscle. Okay, do you see where this is going? And muscle is our catalyst for disease prevention and bone density retention. Okay, we need muscle. We don't want to fall and break our hips. We don't want to be breaking all our bones as we age. We want to be able to get up and down. And that's for muscle. So strength training is just not for the meatheads, guys. Strength training is not just for the bodybuilders. You need muscle. Women, you need muscle too. And you will be blown away at how you feel. So I have a sweet, sweet story about this, about muscle. Just today, I got to speak to one of my clients. And she had given me her measurements over the weekend. And I calculated her measurements. Guys, in three weeks on the program that I gave her for macros and strength training, she said she was talking to somebody and she told somebody, I can feel my biceps now. And she was so proud of that, guys. She could feel her biceps. She was talking about how strong her legs had always been because she was super athletic and I think played ball and uh, maybe it was soccer, I think she said. I don't remember if she said she ran, but I think I remember soccer, things like that. And so anyway, she was sporty when she was younger. So she had always had strong legs. But now she said she had never had upper body strength. And she goes, I can feel muscle here. And she was just so happy when she was saying it. In just three weeks of counting her macros and being very diligent and in strength training, we're talking getting up crazy early morning hours to make sure it happens 
and strength training, where before she had done a lot of uh, circuit training, which was good, but she went from circuit training to strength training, and now she can feel her biceps. In those three weeks, not only can she feel her biceps, but she's lost two pounds, and she has lost 8.25 inches over her body. 8.25 inches gone, guys. She worked out hard before, as I said. She simply just did not have the solid strength training and nutrition program that fueled her body from the inside out with the macros she needed and the strength training needed. Now the hard work that she was doing before is structured, and she's already reaping the benefits from her dedication to her health. Now, let me give some things here. Yes, I gave her the macros. I adjusted them just for her, for her body, for the things that are going on in her body. I wrote her strength training program for her, which she works out at home and with minimal equipment. She's doing this. Very minimal, guys. No excuses. In the midst of, but I may have wrote all this for her, but she's implementing it. I have clients who I write it for and they'll say it doesn't work. Well, of course it doesn't because you don't do it or you might do it once a week or you know, whatever. You're not consistent. This lady is so stinking consistent. It is ridiculous. And this is amidst her having many family illnesses, a family of her own, including a young child and a full-time job. So guys, she's living proof it can be done. I would love to just shout her name out to the world because I think she deserves it, but I also respect her privacy. But, um, She's just amazing me. And like I've talked to other clients and all of my clients are so great. And I love it. Even if they make one day a week, I'm like, yes, you made it. Let's keep going now. Let's just keep going and let's keep going and let's make it a new habit to two days a week or three days a week. But guys, some of the people that can't hardly make one day a week have way less going on. And I do hear things like, well, I just get tired and want to lay down. We all do. We all do. Okay, we all have a lot going on, but towards the end of your life, in your older years, you're going to wish that you had had the drive that this sweet lady that I just told you about has. Okay, so what do we need? Scientifically speaking, we need diet, exercise, and sleep, but in the end, even the diet, exercise, and sleep are not going to matter without Jesus. So we need Jesus as our Lord and Savior. <laughs> We need diet, exercise, and sleep to make the most of this life on earth and then to make sure that this life ends with a forever goodness in heaven, okay? Because we do have a choice with our life. Um, we get to choose what happens at the end of our life. And we're not just going to be out floating in the universe or dead in the ground or just burned up in ashes if we're cremated. We will be in one of two places. We will be in either heaven or hell, and that is our decision. Our loving God never made hell for people. He made it for the demons and the angels, the angels, they were not yet demons, sorry, that left heaven with Lucifer. When Lucifer got so jealous of God and he left, okay, he turned, he was, he just waged war and left um, in his jealousy to be like God. So that was made for them, not for us. But when the fall of man came, we were not robots and we were given a choice to choose our destiny and God made heaven for all of us and he wants each and every one of us there 
But because he loves us and chose not to make us robots, because that would not be free will, that would not be love, and that would not be a choice, he gave us a choice. So I'm going to ask you today, choose Jesus. Choose to know how much you need of protein, carbs, and fats to be healthy. Choose to pick up heavy things and take care of your cardiovascular health. And choose to put the phone down, turn the TV off at night. If you need to, read your Bible. Read a good book that's going to teach you something till you fall asleep. Pray till you fall asleep. Journal your prayers till you fall asleep. But put the screens away and sleep. Take care of your help. If you need someone to help you structure all this, that is what I'm here for. Okay, and I thrive on it. I get excited about it and I love it. So the ways to contact me will be in the show notes. Now that you've had this free little coaching with me, I ask one thing of you. I never ask you to sign up with me. I never ask you to contact me, but I ask one thing that'll take maybe 30 seconds. Go to iTunes podcast, please, or your podcast platform that you can use. Would you please follow me on your platform? Then if your platform has it, would you please give a like or hopefully on iTunes, you can get there and give me a five-star rating. iTunes really, really helps the algorithm of this podcast. So a five-star rating on iTunes. And then would you please scroll down just a little bit past the stars? It says write a review. Click on that and write me a review. If you at all gleaned anything from this podcast, that is the way that this podcast gets out to others. I cannot get it out. The algorithm comes from you taking 30 seconds of your time to write a review. That would mean everything to me, guys, to get this message out to others. Have a wonderful day, and until next time, and I hope to hear from you. God bless you. Bye-bye.